Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Wednesday edition, three dudes with a view. It is 2023. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right. You had a little trouble retrieving a son from the airport yesterday. Yeah. Uh, let's just say I got in at about 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock yesterday morning, and uh, <laughs> it was a long night, but thanks to Southwest Airlines, uh, you know, for their old outdated systems that uh caused havoc over the holidays i I was part of that havoc so there you go and your son got to visit grandparents right correct down in florida and uh flight was supposed to get in i think originally at like 11 o'clock 11 30 and it was two or three hours behind so well at least he got there yeah that's true that's true all right dude number one back from louisiana mr jim york how are you yeah, NFL, not for long, Del. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd start. I'd be an arsonist this morning and, and throw a throw a rock on this on this on this great Republican Party you got in Washington. You know, Kevin McCarthy got less votes than Herschel Walker. I don't understand that. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in just a second. Let's. Uh, let's... I'm, I'm gonna have to leave a little early. I got a, I got an important doctor's appointment this morning. So well, about. About thirty minutes, I'm gonna I'm have to bug out. But I thought I'd throw that that plant, that rock in the glass and let y'all deal with it, since y'all are good old time Republicans, you know. Okay, okay, well, I hear you, um, but uh, you may be surprised by my answer. Um, and and Miss York, please, yes, go get to the doctor, do what you need to do, and we'll see you tomorrow. Um, Dude, uh, regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? <laughs> Good morning, Del. Good morning, Jim. Glad you're back safe. Glad your son's Thank home you. safe, Clayton. So did you bring me some gumbo, Jim? No, but I can make some one of these days. Well, All I right. sure would and, like that. And let's see. We've still got a Christmas present or two for Mr. York. Yeah, here, we, do. we do. We do. Yeah, I got something for y'all, too. I was going to bring it by after I go to the doctor right quick. All right. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Uh, Debbie Matthews, how was your new year? <clears throat> oh, it was great. It was great. We had uh, Mule Town Pizza, which I love, and uh, just celebrated at home. Stayed low-key, watched the movies. It was great. The Adam Project, if you hadn't seen it, it's a great movie. But I love New Year's Eve. It's one of my favorite things. And, of course, I live just a couple of blocks from downtown, so I can sit on my porch and watch the fireworks. And it's it's yeah it's great yeah mary and i were down on the square for the meal drop we didn't stay until the meal actually dropped but it was quite a party down there it was it was, it was neat it was fun i can hear the band i can see the fireworks you know set on my front porch swing it's really nice all right uh go ahead miss york 
Clayton, my, my daughter's uh, trying to get back to Dallas for the Christmas holidays. They had the same problem you had. They they wound up having to rent a car. They Southwest canceled every flight. They made new reservations with Spirit Airlines. They canceled all their flights. So they wind up having to rent a car and drive all the way back to Dallas. You know, on his flight down, he was supposed to leave at 5 o'clock in the morning from Nashville to fly into Tampa. Uh it started. We knew it was going to be bad from just the beginning. His, he ended up not leaving until after nine, and it was a flight to Orlando. It wasn't even to Tampa, so uh, they lost his luggage. And still, uh, after two weeks, we do not have his luggage. So uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. It'll probably end up in Scottsboro, Alabama. It before could, it's all said but, and you, done. but you will have a claim. <laughs> Better go down there and get it. That's, that's right. it. The that's unclaimed right. baggage center. That's right. There you go. All right. Well, let that, you know, if Mr. York, you started it out, and I'll take, give you my take on what's going on in Congress. Of course, I guess everybody knows by now that uh, the new majority. <coughs> it's got a frog me. in your throat. Yeah, I do. The new majority in Congress is trying to elect a speaker. Now, there's some things about this, though, that people may not realize. <clears throat> take a little sip of something there. Uh, may not realize the Speaker of the House is elected by the full House, Republicans and Democrats. So with the thin majority that Republicans have, unless they stick together, it's probably not going to be a Republican. The Speaker of the House does not necessarily have to be a member of the United States House of Representatives. It can be absolutely anybody. Uh, we, We could... We could elect Debbie here, Speaker of the House. You know, I've got a gavel. I'd show up. Yeah, I heard I they're it. thinking about putting Trump in. Is is you know they're talking about that today. Yeah, I'm sure. It's gonna, <laughs> sure. That's been the rumor for a couple of years, right? Is how they were trying to do that, maneuver that. Y'all, the Looney Tunes are taking over. <laughs> yeah, we were saying the same thing, Jim, when you, you, Nancy that, was dealing with Nancy the squad. Nancy was so effective. Oh she yeah. Had a Majority than what McCarthy got, and she got things done. Well, well that's exactly co- my point, Mr. York. You know, uh, what we don't need, I, I could care less. In fact, I really hope that this uh, dispute, this the election of the Speaker, will go on for months. And I believe Clayton looked up yesterday that yeah. uh, 100 years ago it took them. It was eight, 1856. Oh, I thought it was 1923. Like I thought it was 1923. 1856. 1856. 100, 133 votes. Until Two they decided, months. Yeah, until they decided a speaker. Yeah. You know, that would just be fine with me. Uh, the last thing we need is another uh, leader like Mitch McConnell. Right. Who would needlessly with no no reason whatsoever just cave and pass a 1.7 trillion dollar uh omnibus spending bill uh right before the last days of congress in 2022 right that was just it, right and he said that it, we needed the funds to fight the war in ukraine and yep. you know let me yeah i'm i'm not going to get it off on that tangent right now but you know, I didn't mind sending the Ukraines, you know, a, a artillery piece or two. But now we are a full-fledged ally. How many of you really think about it? Think about it. We've gotten where, you know, thermonuclear war doesn't mean much to us anymore. Well, we're talking about some real man-made climate change here, folks. We're talking about the extermination of everybody on the face of the earth. And it's real. And it can happen. 
and we're risking thermonuclear war for Ukraine? Come on. What the hell is the matter with this country? Amen. What we're supposed to do, just let those people get massacred? Hell yeah. It's not our business, Mr. York. It's called the bloodlands, Jim. If he does that country, then he does NATO, then he comes over here and and, and do Glendale. Well, if he's going to come in over here, then we're going to defend ourselves. But Ukraine, no. Yeah, the the Russians Ukraine and the Ukrainians have they've gone through this for centuries. It's called the Bloodlands because they have been disputing for that long, almost as long as the Middle East. And yeah, it's not going to be. So, it's not conspiracies. It, no, I mean, it is Jim. It is called the Blood. Those people well, fighting to save. Well, they're not a democracy. I meant. If you if you are okay with the prime minister or whatever he is of the Ukraine right now, Zelensky, I meant read what he did before this conflict. He got rid of any press that was not favorable to him. I meant he undid his enemies and his his campaign competitors. That, that you know this was Zelensky. not a that democracy. Was the last prime minister that they got rid of. No, take a look at it, Jim. And, and listen, it listen to this, folks. I mean. The uh, Mr. York is Exhibit A. The Democratic Party is now the. Wait war. a minute! Now I'm speaking for Jim York, not the Democratic Party. I think that people ought to have a free reign in their own country when a when any type of bully like Putin starts bombing, killing little kids, grandmothers, just for the sake of it. Somebody's got to step in and try to stop it. You know. You know, I'm not risking thermonuclear war to save somebody's kid in Ukraine. Now, when it's kids here in the U.S., still, yeah. Uh, but somebody well, in we Europe can't take care of the kids here in the U.S. either. You know, this is Germany's problem. Exactly. It's, it's not ours. Well, it's Germany's not. the one that tied themselves for all their energy to come from Russia. And so they're looking at a very bleak winter where they're collecting their trash to burn. And who doesn't think and the Germans aren't capable of taking care of themselves? You know, good Lord. I mean. Well, you you got the same attitude politicians had before World War II, Del. They, they wanted to be isolationists. They wouldn't get involved. Not interventionists. Finally, they helped Europe a little bit. Next thing you know, Pearl Harbor got bombed. Yeah, after then we were in it. After Roosevelt Deep. provoked them, that's yeah. a whole other story. Yes, I, I that's mean, true. and again, folks, I, I, whether you're speaking for yourself for the Democratic Party, clearly the Democratic Party is the warmonger party in the United States today. Never, 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 never. If well, uh, if the, why don't you we want to get out? If this were if this were action. a Republican war, or Trump war, you all would be standing on your head screaming. You know, it's all on who's. I don't, think they, or, or, I don't or, think they would anymore. Uh, 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 well, I mean, Code Pink. What, what the hell ever happened to Code do, Pink? Do you they're, just, think, they're gone. You think Democrats would support Israel? Oh no, they don't support no, Israel. They, no, Democrats they been supporting Israel since day one. If the, if the, if the, if the bombs are getting lobbed into Israel, it, Israel it does be for not it. provide democracy for the Palestinians. No, they they, they are, are oppressive. The they Democratic are Party is. And I and I talked about this yesterday when y'all were gone. The Democratic Party is is the center of it is clearly anti-Semitic these days. And uh, the uh, that's why you got more Jewish people in the Democratic Party than the Republican Party. The uh, they're anti-Semitic, huh? Well, Ron Hart talked about that. You know, he worked for Goldman Ron Sachs. Ron Hart is not an authority on that. He, he so what did he say, Doug? I missed it. What did he say? Uh, he just basically said it was sort of like why the Southerners used to be Democrats because they, they, their daddy and their granddaddy were, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think it's virtue. It's a virtue signaling sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah so people can belong to whatever party they want to, but I don't see where you can come up with 
the Democratic Party is anti-Semitic. I well, just don't see that. Well, let me find, the, let me find the, this anyway, article right. that I was quoting yeah. from yesterday. Well, in this, in the, in well, the, that's why we got a senator from Georgia that's uh, a Jewish, also, right? Well, we have a we have a we have a situation where um, you've got all of this going on, and 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 with no recollection or history that at the end of the Obama administration, all we heard and all they were trying to do is getting a war with Russia, getting a war with Russia. And then you had Biden as vice president in there, you know, making decisions and getting rid of people and paying big money for that and his son being a part of Burisma. And then we go into the Trump administration and there's a Zelensky call and now we're in a war. None of these things are separate from each other. This has been a long-term plan by somebody because this Ukrainian thing of all the places in the world for this to be going on. Yeah. There's How been you a link. Get your party right, to govern, okay, and, and listen to Susan Your Estridge. priority ought to be getting your party now to govern and not be a Let, them, let them take the their process, for Jim. One, for they one can thing, do their process. why do you care? <laughs> you they, let, let them <laughs> do their process. It's bad for the country when it's it is run not. by one party. It's bad for the country. We need a two-party system in this country well, to and, get and things done. If we got to haggle over it, you know, get, this has been less than twenty-four I am, hours. I am happiest when Congress does nothing, and mm-hmm. that is a, a legitimate political yes. position. You All know, right, let me tell you. Let, let's knock down this Israel thing first. Okay, you know, let's try to keep, quit jumping around. Um, Susan Estrich wrote this week in the New York Times. I worry about. Uh, she says, but none of that. Uh, I worry about the the attacks on the Israeli Supreme Court, which stood firm for individual rights and gay rights. But none of that justifies the mass condemnation of Israel that has become the fashion on college campuses. Does calling it a a fashion denigrate the movement? Maybe. But there is something very troubling about the ease with which the academic left has embraced the anti-Israel trope that then finds its way into newspaper editorials that wrongly convey the sentiment that it is the university, not the collection of juniors and seniors who happen to be on the editorial board who are condemning Israel. This is a mass movement across the United States. And, That's uh, somebody's opinion, Delk. It's just like rear ends. Everybody's got one. Well, but it's a reality. The Democratic Party is turning on the Jewish people and on Israel. All right, let's uh, take a break and come back. I, I'll see you all in the morning. Have a great day. Mr. York, get, get well. Yeah. Get that, get that party together, man. Get McCarthy more votes than Herschel Walker. Uh, all right, we'll talk about it, but take care, Mr. York. I'll see you in the morning. Parks Motor Sales is Middle Tennessee's home for the best GMC vehicles on the market. Visit Parks at 919 Nashville Highway and test drive truck favorites like the GMC Sierra or Canyon. Or try a popular SUV like the GMC Acadia or Terrain. Parks also has a wide variety of certified pre-owned vehicles for every need. At ParksMotorSales.com, you'll see an extensive inventory, their latest deals, and servicing options. Shop Parks Motor Sales once and you'll agree. Parks, GMC, we are professional grade. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. 
You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Have you been hauling your own garbage to the convenience center? Are you tired of doing it? Does your work schedule keep you from hauling it off regularly? Is your teenage son not taking it off like he promised when he got his driver's license? Do you have something better to do on Saturday? If any of these questions strike home to you, call the Garbage Man at 931-540-0919 and your problem will be solved. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. Is your family looking for a new primary health care provider, or did you wake up feeling poorly? Give Northside Medical Professionals a call. We also have facial gift cards available for Christmas gifts. We have two Columbia locations to serve you on Nashville Highway and Trotwood Avenue. We have same-day walk-in spots available, and we are taking new patients. Our caring staff is ready to help you with all your health care needs. Call 540-4210 or visit northsidemedicalprofessionals.com today. Welcome back. Wednesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Uh, 
has had to leave early this morning for a doctor's appointment. Uh, it was great to have him back and, and get into some lively conversations. It was just fun. Uh, but at any rate, he'll be back with us tomorrow. Regular special guest, too, Debbie Matthews. How are you? Good morning. So glad to be here. What an exciting times we live in, guys. I'm not sure I would put it that way. <laughs> Interesting, maybe. Well, yeah. Um, Isn't that what... Uh, yeah. Confucius said, or whatever. All right. I mean, so we live in interesting times. All three Republicans here uh, say that we've gone too far in Ukraine and we need to quit. Uh, and the Democrats said, keep it up in Ukraine. And that's pretty much the landscape in today's party, except for a few warmongering Republicans. Um, today's Republican Party. You know, the Liz Cheney type warmongering Republicans, and she's no longer. I don't even consider her a Republican. Yeah, she's no longer in Congress. You know, Mitt Romney, there's a handful of us. It's a faction that we're rapidly uh, driving out of the party, and they need to be driven out. Uh, But that gets us back to Miss York was giving us a. Uh, a hard time about the failure to elect a speaker, and he sees that as a failure of the Republican Party. I don't, folks. You know, it, that for one thing, you know, as long as that House of Representatives does nothing, then the better off this country is. I mean, that's, you know, if they get back in session with Kevin McCarthy, they're likely to agree on another omnibus $1.7 trillion funding, you know, spending bill. I mean, as long as this is going on, nothing like that's going to happen. And so let it go. Let it let it keep going through March, April, May, June, July. I don't care. And I am proud that our newly elected congressman, Andy Ogles, uh, is presently voting against Kevin McCarthy. And go, Andy. You're doing the right thing. He's one of the 20, you know. And yeah. yeah. It, it started out as 19, and then a rep from Florida changed his mind. So now we're at 20. He said he gave he was going to the rep from Florida said he was going to give McCarthy two votes. He did, and on the third he, he went to a run. Um, I almost said Ron Jordan, but Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. Yeah. Well, and you know I, I've been following the news, and apparently, let's see. And I'm morning radio this morning. Uh, Tim Burgett, I believe he's a congressman from East Tennessee somewhere, was. You know, the question is, well, has Kevin McCarthy, you know, uh, called in these 20 or some others that uh, are disagreeing with him and sat down with him to try to iron things out? And the answer was no. Apparently, apparently we're dealing with an, an arrogant bully. Yeah. And uh, and th- this needs to be ironed out for as long as it takes. And the Republican Party has needed to have this conversation. Yes. And in the U.S. Congress... Republicans have needed to sit down and talk to each other for a long, long time, and apparently it's just not happened. And this will force that. Now, it may not happen today. It may be next week or the week after or the week after. Sooner or later, this is a negotiation. And sooner or later, all these folks are going to get tired and decide, you know, instead of posturing and uh, criticizing and bullying and all this, they're they're going to get tired and realize that what they need to do is just sit down and have lunch with each other and have some honest conversations. The Republican Party needs to change. And this stuff with Mitch McConnell passing the omnibus $1.7 trillion bills in the last days of a Congress when there's no emergency, no house on fire, nothing else, then it's just wrong. I, it's shocking that the state of Kentucky continues to vote Mitch McConnell in every six years. I mean, it, you, look, you look at the way politics are in, in Kentucky, 
it really surprises me. But I, Delk, you're right. I don't think the Republicans want another Paul Ryan type, you know, leading uh, the or the Mitch House. McConnell or, type. Exactly. Which, and there's no daylight between Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. No, no. there's no, not. They're, they're, they're really That's isn't. business as usual. You know, this is a time when the Republicans can actually get somebody's attention. Because after this vote goes through, you're sort of set. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, not, there's not a chance of sitting no, down to lunch no, after that. No, no, no. And it's like, you are going to pay us attention. You are going to focus on some things that we need you to. No, and it's time to get a speaker who recognizes that it's time to sit down, that even after they're elected, it's, they need to sit down and eat lunch with their members. Right. It's clarifying purpose of what federal government is. And right now, the, it is off on all of these tangents doing things all over the place. And we just need our federal government to handle handle treaties and the border and the military and be done with it but and if, and it's and if just, congress if congress doesn't you know they can't do anything legislatively or otherwise they can't do anything at all uh the only thing they can do is elect a speaker until that's done they absolutely can do nothing you know and, and this uh, is not that long dale this hasn't been 24 hours and everybody's screaming well, that it, wait, the who process can, is who cares if it's six months Debbie? right i'm with you i'm with I you i mean Congress that's doing nothing is not doing anything to harm us. They're not passing $1.7 trillion omnibus spending bills. And the mainstream media is going to keep using the agenda that Mr. York used this morning, which is, you know, all the Republicans don't have their house in order. Look at all the Democrats. They've all, you know, coalesced and gotten behind Hakeem Jeffries. I mean, it's, again, I, I look at it as a good thing that, that there's a fraction or a small part of the Republican Party that's willing to stand up and say, you know what, we're not going to go along with this. I mean, I will give Democrats credit; they stick together no matter what. Because you look at you look at how far left their agenda has gotten politically, nationwide over the past decade. But um, you know, kudos to the Republican Party, and, and, and like Delk said, to these twenty that are you know they're putting their heels in the sand too, saying, hey, we're not we're not budging on this. Well, so. and and let's let's. Please, let's stop the days when we run like scared rabbits right. before the dogs of the media and the Democratic Party. I mean, I, I truly believe the American people will be very satisfied to have Congress do nothing for six months. You know, so big deal. The school lunch bill doesn't get passed. Does anybody, you know, you always get, oh, the children are going to starve. The children are going to starve. Well, have we ever seen any children no, starve because Congress no, didn't act? No. no. The media does problem, reaction, solution. We're going to say that there's a problem so everybody gets all upset so we can have the solution we want. Right now, these 20 Republicans, you know, face it, they looked at what the squad did during the last election of this House Speaker and saw how it dragged the party left. So they're like, no, this is when we make our statement, and this party is going to get more conservative and uh it's going to leave some of this swampness behind, and we've got to have a speaker that can do that. I, I think and the, there is absolutely no hurry to get a speaker. Well, here's the next track. Nothing bad's going to happen. Planes are not going to fall out of the sky. Uh, children right. are not going to starve. Right. And that you're going to be told that they are, but yes. it's not. Well, it here, here's happen. what the media is going to say next, and it's going to try to scare Republicans in the, to, to just getting together and get this thing done. You're going to hear from the media that, you know what, if this thing continues to go the way it does, look for five or six moderates of the 
Republican Party who support McCarthy to cut a deal with Democrats, and then next thing you know, maybe Hakeem Jeffries becomes the Speaker. That will be their strategy next to try to force this on the Republican Party to hurry up, get together, and make this decision. Well, you better believe they're looking for those six Democrats. I mean, six Republicans. And sure. Folks, what Clayton's talking about is they the Democrats would only have to um, flip would flip six Republicans. And then they would have the votes needed to elect the uh, uh, speaker of their choice, presumably this Joaquin Jeffries, who succeeded Nancy Pelosi. Uh, I I don't think those six would ever get elected again if they split. No, and looking at the way the vote's going, uh, you've got folks, if that, you might have some people voting present. That's not happening. Uh, Every Republican member of Congress uh, is signaling that they are not going to defect to the Democratic side. Or maybe you have five or six that just don't show up. Uh, that could happen, but it, it 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 does seem that the one thing Republicans are unified about is that the, Repu- the next speaker will be a Republican, and, and that yeah. seems to be pretty clear. And so that's good, and it may take 100 ballots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happens, you know, folks, I've been in negotiations for this is just a huge negotiation yes and it's important to do i think it's healthy and it's healthy many it's healthy and you know many many times it takes you know days before you know each side comes in shouting at each other and uh posturing and drawing lines in the sand and uh it's it time gets a negotiation forward more than anything and uh until each side decides, well, you know, we I've really got to sit down and talk to the other side and try to find an agreement here. And I've seen that take days and weeks before both sides finally go, okay, this is we we got to do this instead of just screaming, yelling, drawing lines in the sand, you know. Well, as chair of the Republican Party last night, I got a couple, maybe three texts from people going, oh, the Republicans are embarrassing themselves. And it's like, if you do not Why have this. Why is embarrassing? I, well, this is, you've got, got uh, my rhino message. parts. Well, you've got rhinos as still a part that just want to accommodate and think they, they are under the illusion that the Democrats are going to play ball and they're going to able to do government without a fight. And that's oh, just. Oh, come on, know, Charlie Brown. I, I, I mean, right. good grief. It's just listening to the main mainstream media it is it's that it's their narrative well you know you know you need to know your history and this is what goes on this is this is how government works and this is a part of the process so let them do the process what is embarrassing about having an important national debate right i think it's brilliant and and this will get the american people drawn into that debate as well Well, as, as to what direction they want to see the republican party go and that that is something you know as these things, as this drags on, uh, people and constituents right. will be calling their congressperson and weighing in. And I guarantee you that three weeks from now, the consensus of the Republican Party in the United States, the members of the Republican Party in the United States are people who vote Republican. The consensus is going to change from what it is now. And that's a good thing. This well, is a conversation that needs to be had. It's getting and it Kevin, may be a consensus on, you know, on Jim Jordan. It may be a consensus on Kevin McCarty. Right. It may be a consensus on 
you know, uh, who knows? I mean, some a consensus on Debbie Matthews. That's right. But whoever the national consensus will change as a result of this debate. I'm sorry, Debbie, I interrupted. You. Oh no, no, no. And I, I'm just, you know, the if Kevin McCarthy becomes speaker. If he had gotten it on the first vote, his ego and head would have been so ballooned. Oh, yeah, I mean. But it, this is getting his attention. Omnibus spending yeah, bill. Well, Here we it's come, not baby. only that. We talked about this on break. He receives more money, I think, than just about anybody from big tech donors. And we have watched big tech censor the conservative part of this country and um, – they're basically surveilling. They're shadow banning. They are eliminating free speech, and he's still taking money from them. So let's say he ends up being Speaker of the House. Everybody's going to be watching his votes on this because he's vulnerable on this, or at least getting his attention that we know where he stands on these things. But, you know, I hope that they spend a lot of time on this to get the power where we need it. And that's back to the people and not big tech. This this is one of the most important votes that this country can do. So, because there's things we've got to fix that have to go through Congress with oversight, and we haven't had oversight in a while. So, I'm excited about the process. Yeah. I hope it takes. And, and you know, one thing that's already happened, I think, in the na- last two days, is that uh, Kevin McCartney has been exposed as an arrogant bully. Now, the members of Congress knew that already, I'm sure, but the the American people didn't. And uh, this is a guy who's just never uh, had anybody tell him no, and uh, and so that's that's you know more and more he's being exposed as a person that nobody wants as Speaker of the House, and so that's, well, that's another reason this debate is healthy. They thought it was going to be like three votes or six votes. That's what they went into this thinking that that was all that was going to be descending, but now they're at twenty. So you know. I'm sort of pulling for Steve Scalise. You know, the man was shot all to pieces on a ball field. You know, it, it, just a strong conservative guy. Um, you know, there's a part of me that my heart's with him that maybe he'd pull it out. We'll see. Yeah. Give, and, me, give me Jim Jordan. I, I like Jim Jordan. I like Jim and, Jordan, and too. whatever happens, though, folks, this is a good time, though, to have this debate inside the Republican Party because – this we've only got the house of representatives they're not going to be able to get any legislation at all through the senate and signed by the president that's simply not going to happen and all this hoo-boo about oversight well you know the national media when the democrats are doing oversight they you know broadcast it on primetime tv when the Republicans are doing oversight, you'll never know what's going on because right. nobody will report it. So it doesn't make any damn difference. Which is another thing we need oversight on is mainstream media. First well, thing. I'm not I sure. Don't want to, I, I, don't I, want I, I don't want no oversight, you know, if, if we can. No, we, we don't need media oversight. No. Well, what we need to do is vote with our feet. You have uh, to. Cancel CNN. Okay. Cancel NBC, ABC. Okay. I haven't watched any of them in years. They're not even available at my house. Well, they're a problem. They're a big problem because, you know, every conspiracy theory you've talked about or we've talked about for the last two years has come true regarding this big tech stuff. Everything that Trump said happened to him happened to him. You know, I don't know what all we have to say or do for it to get any well, coverage they're, they're, on, on mainstream media. But you've got 50 percent of this country that's not seeing anything but that. Well, there are definitely some antitrust issues yes. that need to be acted on. Yes. But Congress can't do that. Uh, you know, you, you have to go to Google Play or to the Apple Store. To get any app that you want to get, that's that's a monopoly, folks. Yes, it is. And it's wrong. 
Clayton, when we get back, Clayton was looking yesterday. What's this fellow played for the Bills? Demarcus? Demar. Demar Demar Hamlin. Demar Hamlin. Number three. Had a heart attack while playing football on Sunday. And he's not the first. And his doctor tweeted out that he was uh, given a COVID booster the Monday before. December 26th. Yeah, Christmas. The day, day, after, the day Christmas. after Christmas, and this ball game was on New Year's Day, and uh, he, you know, gave him a fiscal at that time. He didn't have, you know, report no problems, no enlarged heart, no anything like that. And then all of a sudden, this 24-year-old young man, five days, six days after getting a COVID vaccine, uh, has a heart attack. You know, a healthy football player, 24 years old, has a heart attack. Uh, while playing for the Bills on Sunday. It's, of course, our hearts and our thoughts and prayers go out to to, uh, to DeMar. DeMar and his family. Uh, but this, Clayton's going to talk about it, but there is an abnormal, extremely abnormal number of young, healthy people having heart attacks after getting the COVID vaccine. And we'll talk about that on the other side. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. I received this beautiful ring, but it needs to be sized. Where should I go? Tillis Jewelry, of course. We will be happy to size your ring, no matter where it was purchased. Each of our goldsmiths have over 30 years' experience. Tillis Jewelry's repair shop is in-store and always on time. Stop by and let us give you a free estimate today. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia and Lewisburg. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer, and Terry, registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi. This is Dr. Wendy Tui from the Dr. Gill Center. Are you suffering from knee pain despite trying usual medications and injections? If this is you, I have great news. Most common causes of knee pain are degeneration due to aging, injury, or repeated stress. In our office, we offer decompression for the knee, which increases range of motion and decreases pain in arthritic and degenerative knees. Studies have shown that this type of mechanical traction can be more effective than conventional methods alone. Initial exam and x-rays, $39. Call mepainfree.com or 615-551-9224. 
kick off the new year with new home upgrades from Hiller. This month, when you buy something you need for your home, we'll give you something you want. For a limited time, when you purchase a new whole home generator, new tankless water heater, or select new HVAC systems, we'll give you a free 55-inch TV, free solo smokeless stove, or a free Nintendo Switch. Pick your prize when you upgrade essential systems for your home. Don't wait. Book online at happyhiller.com today. Call the Happy Face Truck today. The crimson and white jerseys. Front court to the rack and the flood. The sound of a buzzer beater. Got it to go with the buzzer sounds. The roll tide chant from the crowd. Three. Count it. And he's fouled. It can only be Alabama basketball. Join the Alabama Crimson Tide right here. On your home for Alabama basketball, the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. High school sports don't just happen. There's a ton of work that goes into every single athletic event. And we have our school's athletic director to thank for a lot of it. Thank you. For scheduling officials so I can always play the game I love. For ordering quality athletic equipment so I can stay safe on the field. For mentoring my coaches so they can be the best role models for me. For coordinating transportation so I can get focused for the big game. For helping us develop character and learn lessons that will benefit us for the rest of our lives. Thank you to our AD for always creating a positive experience for us. We'll never forget it. From all of us at the NIAAA, thank you to every athletic administrator in Tennessee for all you do to enrich the lives of your students. It does not go unnoticed. This message presented by the NIAAA, the National Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Welcome back. Three dudes with a view. <clears throat> Wednesday edition. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing, man? Doing well, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York was with us earlier, and it was great to have him back in town and uh, just get the old juices flowing, having a lively discussion with him. Uh, but he uh, had a doctor's appointment. He'll be back with us tomorrow. And regular special guest dude, Debbie Matthews. How you doing? Good morning, guys. I love y'all. Just want you to know that. And thank you for the new year coming in. Oh, it's going to be a good year. Same to you, Debbie. Uh, okay. DeMar uh, Markham. Hel- ha- Hamlin. 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 I can, I'll, I'll get He's this right. Safety for the Buffalo Bills. DeMar Hamlin, yeah. football player for the Buffalo Bills, had a heart attack while playing on Sunday. The previous Monday, his physician reports that he had, you know, given it, given it a physical. Found it, it, it was Monday night football, so it happened on Monday. So it was a week later. Prior, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a, a week prior, he had been given a COVID booster, and uh, his physician noted no health problems at that time. And then this perfectly healthy twenty-four-year-old uh, football player has a heart attack and collapses. And damn near dies. We don't know if he's going to survive yet, do we, really? Well, there, there was good news coming out that um, his uncle had uh, did an interview last night saying that he was breathing uh, – the 
ventilator was at 50 percent it was at 100 now it's down to 50 so he's still sedated um but that that's a good sign i i, I would I would imagine. Yeah, I under I understand that he coded twice on the field and then once again at the hospital that they had to resuscitate. Mm. So, twenty four year old. Ne- but, never ever as have we seen anything like this. Uh-uh. Um, All right, and Clayton, you and Debbie you know, yeah. have been following uh, the astounding numbers of young people uh dropping dead of heart attacks after getting a covid vaccine worldwide well let me say this that on monday it was not just damar that dropped on national television but earlier in the day uh, a 38 year old jacksonville jaguar player and uchi i think is his name u-c-h-e and then his last name is nawari n-w-a-n-e-r-i he was 38 38 years old and he also passed of a heart attack that day. And then, in addition to him and DeMar, J.J. Uh, Watts, who's one of our favorite players ever, you know, uh, he took a retirement because he's now got heart issues. You know, they forced everybody in the NFL to take the vaccine. Everybody had to take it. So the stats that I'm seeing right now, there was a report that came out that 769 uh, players have collapsed within the last year. That's across the board on sports, and the average age is 23, and they're suffering uh, cardiac arrest. There are some children as young as 11 that have died from heart attacks. And th- this is a worldwide number. This too. is well. This is an update worldwide. This is yeah. So you can go on. You can go online, and I think everybody needs to do their own research of what they can do, but. Um, but it's something that people need to be paying attention to. So, um, you know, that's it's a very important thing. So, well, Mr. Yorks just walked in. How are you? Hey. Thank you. So, um, so, you know, last year we had, uh, I think, Fox 5 out of Atlanta put out, um, put out an, an article or a request that said, hey, this was when they were trying to get family members to vac- vaccinate. And they put out a request that said, hey, have you had a family member that has refused that has refused to take the vaccine and they have passed? And so they put this out online and it turned out that the responses were, no, I haven't had unvaccinated family members have a problem, but my vaccinated family members had. And there was over two million responses of this happened my grandparents took then they had strokes or that uh, my uh, daughter was pregnant she lost the baby and lost her sight you know so there are some side effects that are going on with this and this on monday night maybe this will get everyone's attention that we need to look at this just to say what's going on here so and, Clay, and Mr. York is in the studio, y'all. Have you already been to the doctor? And, and yeah, yeah, I had to go to the doctor. I had an appointment that they would not change. I got you. So I had to go early and, and get that over with. So Well, we're glad well, that, that I, I thought I'd drop back in and give you this official reward from Nolene's. Ooh, <laughs> King, King Cake. King. Oh, that's coming right. up, isn't it? That's King Cake time. Well, uh, uh, welcome Jesus, in. It's like it, February what, yeah. 11th, yeah. something like that. And, and it's not. It's golden brown, but it'll make your lips go up and down. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a pleasure to have you back in town, Mr. Yeah, York. I had a, I had it. Yesterday was rough, man. I was trying to beat those tornadoes. That's why I left early. 
like six o'clock in driving the morning, back to driving Louisiana. back from Louisiana. Yeah. And when I got about twenty miles past that rest stop that's north of Birmingham, they made an announcement: "Do not stop at the rest stop. There's a tornado coming in that direction. I don't know if it hit it or what." Oh my! So I was hauling, you know what? <laughs> oh I don't blame you. I don't blame you. Well, I'm glad you're here safe and sound. And uh, like well, said, thanks for the gifts, too. You know? Yeah, thank you for Appreciate the king cake. We will. Uh, yeah, y'all go on and dig into that. It's good with a good cup of hot coffee mm-hmm. and no sugar. There we go. Mm-hmm. Well, the uh, and I was telling everybody after you left to go to the doctor a little while ago, you know, it was fun to get the juices up, have you back in town, you know, get a little lively conversation yeah, going. Yeah, get, you know? get them repubs doing what they need to be. Can they govern? Oh, uh, we don't want to. Less government, the better. No government. Yeah, less government, the better. Do, do we know? boy Ogles is up down already. <laughs> he done jumped on the ship and don't even know where the ship's going. He's one of the 20. He is one of the 20. 20. Good for him. Just, well, well, well three him. of us have expressed approval, though. So yeah, uh, that's uh, good for him. Uh, uh, and and honestly, Miss York, we it's really not a. We think it's time for Republicans to sit down and have lunch with each other to talk to each other. Uh, they simply have not done it. Uh, and Kevin McCartney, McCarthy is it's becoming a, a, abundantly clear that he's pretty much an arrogant bully. He does, he won't sit down and talk things out with people. Yeah, I saw and, he, he had threatened one dude, and the dude, uh, one congressman said, nobody tells me what to do except people in my district. You know right. what yeah, I mean? Absolutely. But, but the, the Republican Party has become a performative organization, shouting, calling people names, doing all kind of stuff to get attention. And then when it comes to governing... They were, duh. Well, I'm not sure I'm going to concede that. that point, but it is definitely time for Republicans to do something that they haven't done in the Congress, and and I don't know when they've ever done it. And they sit down together, break some bread, and find some common ground with each other. They and need to do, like Nancy Pelosi, a smooth transition. That was quite. not smooth, Jim. It was smooth. No, it was not. The well, squad, no public the squad no, had, the squad the had squad's had, been there no. forever, and Nancy knew how to deal with the squad. She yeah, gave them a little piece there and a little right. piece there, and they settled down, and she had the smallest number of people in Congress and was able to pull all that together. That's why people hate her. She was effective, extremely effective. Mr. York, well, that, uh, that's true, but I, I do think, to use an old phrase, though, that it, it is time for Republicans to air out their dirty laundry. And it's a, it's a convenient time to do it because we, we've got a Republican majority in Congress, but we know that no bills they pass are going to get through the Senate or be signed by the president. So they're not going to do anything anyway. And so now's a good time to have a conversation with each other and try to figure out how best to move the country forward. Clayton, I'm sorry I interrupted you. No, no. I I was just going to ask Mr. York what I brought up after he left earlier, which is do you see a world where Democrats get six moderates to join them if this continues to go on and on and on? Uh, that's a tight squeeze. I, I don't think the Republicans have that mindset never to give in, never to compromise. Well, I mean, I would say the same thing about Democrats stick together, you know, and, and, and this is I think what you're seeing in Washington now is the Republicans aren't like the Democrats when it comes to calling each other out. 
uh, per se. I mean, I, yeah, we do that on the show. We call out Republicans when we disagree with something that we Heck feel like. Yeah. Democrats, on the other hand, tend to stick together. You know, well, no, regard- Democrats have had some chances where they they call people out. We had this guy up in East Tennessee that was known to be an extremist KKK participant and and ran as a Democrat. Nobody supported him. Several years ago, nobody supported him. Democrats will not tolerate the the extremes. And looks like the Republican Party has accepted the <laughs> I just think that is delusional. <laughs> Mr. York. I know. Oh, my God. It just so looks cr- that way. I mean, you know, no. everybody. Tea party. Tea party. Right I, wingers. All I see is y'all four, or five, them. Oh, four or five of the squad lined up in front of the press let's start to talk with about how. Elon Omar. Yeah. She's the heart of the squad. As soon as she got elected to Congress, she announced she wanted to tear, you know, to dissolve the United States. She's not disrupting the order of business. Joe Biden has passed several effective legislation pieces in two years with just a small hand majority. That's all. Y'all need to take a lesson. Mitch McConnell's not disrupting anything either. We got training courses for Republicans on how to deal with small minorities. I just want y'all to take full accountability for all We teach you. If you're willing to learn, now if you're not willing to learn, we can't help you. Well, I don't (laughs) Let's just pass this 4,000-piece bill, page yeah, bill, we that we mean, know what is in it. It doesn't it, matter what it funds and what it yeah. doesn't fund. And, Debbie, we're coming up on the end here, but, you know, Republicans do need to learn, but not from Democrats, not <laughs> not from the Somebody's nation. Somebody's got to teach it, well, they, no. they, they, they Come on, McCarthy. Well, I think Beat Herschel Walker. I think now is a good time <laughs> is a very good time for the Republican Party to have a gut check, a soul searching the, the, and figure out who they are and where they want to be. They have an autopsy every time, autopsy, and nothing gets done. So what what good is it having an autopsy when you don't do nothing well, as a I don't result? See this is an autopsy. I I see it as finally Republicans getting together and having you know, with respect, and, and the the point will come when they start listening to each other. Well, maybe three weeks, maybe four weeks, when they start listening to each other, and the time has come for them to sit down and decide what the future of the Republican Party, what its role is going to be in the U.S. Congress, and they just have not had that conversation among themselves. I can't remember when they ever well, did. Well, this is where everything is. The Republicans are going. We keep voting for the same yahoos that keep doing the same crap that the Democrats are doing in D.C. It's corrupt and it's inefficient, and we cannot keep voting for these same rhinos over and over again that can end up being a uniparty. We want to clean this stuff up, and it's slowly taking over the whole Republican Party, and Mitch McConnell will be gone, hopefully, after his Hakeem Jeffries, vote for Hakeem. Well, <laughs> All right. Speaker we'll of the House. Tomorrow we'll get back, folks, to this 